Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Yeah, hey everybody, look, I am... I'm just, if you're following us from the last hour to this hour, this is such a great follow-up show to have. And I get to introduce you to Jennifer Bloom um, because you can't have the conversation we just had with Joey about you can do it and not have a conversation about money. And that's what we didn't talk about because I am so clear that we need to bring the people forward that are not just talking about you can do it, but understanding the role that money plays and getting past all of the things that have held you back around that. So Jennifer joining me here today, you're going to hear a lot about Jennifer Bloom, not just here today, but you're going to hear a lot about her in the next coming weeks and months as well. Um, when we look at what we say yes to in our lives, and we, we're going to talk to her about this, you know, some of us are out here to educate and inspire. Others are out there to say, you can create an expansive and loving relationship with money that could be educating and inspiring. And so money is that thing that we created a gazillion years ago in the form of an exchange. But what is it about that that gets us stuck so that we don't think we can do it? Uh, Jennifer is a soul, has created the Soul Abundance Guide. She's an energy healer. Um, she is somebody that looks at things in terms of I am you, I'm the guide. I'm a soul abundance guide. I can do that. I can help you. I'm, a, I'm somebody that is out there looking at the mastery of energy and life. And by the way, I'm one of the few people out there that's willing to take this conversation to the street and get down about soul language and money. That's Jennifer Bloom. Right in time for the launch of our wealth channel. And we'll talk about that. But here we are now. Today's episode is there's never enough. Yeah, just never enough. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter how you turn around, there is never enough. Is that true? Jennifer, great to have you. Thanks for having me, Pat. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. That thing, man, that thing, I got to tell you, that thing about there is never enough. That is the thing that almost put me in my grave when working in corporate America and focusing on let me get promoted, let me get promoted, let me, let, oh my gosh. Where are people going with that? Well, you know, it's amazing. I think all of us, it's like Atlas, right? Carrying the world on his shoulders. And we're always, it, it's like this message that we've been given from birth of like, keep going, keep moving, keep going. There's more, there's more, keep going. And what do you have? Well, it's not enough, right? It's, it's really this message of lack that we've somehow ingrained into us and it, causes a lot of us to have a lot of stress and strain, right? I mean, we, we, we hold it in that part of our brain that says, oh, you need to stay safe and alive. So you better get as much of this resource as you can, no matter what that resource is, right? Whether it's the next promotion or whether it's a certain amount in your bank account. Yeah. But, you, you know, the thing that I love about what you're doing and the platform that you're bringing forward, right, is so many people dance around even using the word money do you know what i mean right i'm not just talking about uh okay yeah money is difficult it's like don't say the m word just don't say the m word 
Um, where is that coming from? You know, what part of our, our psyche is that coming from? Yeah, that's a really good question. I, and I think that, you know, money is really in its origins is in the spiritual world we talk about, we kind of throw this word around. It's, it's energy. It's, it's, it's spirit, right? And yet over the course of the last several thousand years, it somehow morphed into this, um, this dirty, ugly resource that we're all kind of scrapping for. And it has been lodged in that part of us, the, um, right? That ego part that says, hey, if I'm going to stay happy, I, I've, I've got to be alive. So I've got to, I've got to have this resource. But we, we do, I do think that people have a hard time talking about it because it's one of those things that should be said in hushed voice, you know, the way that cancer used to be talked about, talked about money. Because I don't want, I don't want to be seen as a, as a money grubber. Nobody does. Um, and so it just, it gets really, it gets really tricky. You know, it's funny. You can, you can go out to dinner, let's say, and you'd be sitting around and people talking about a whole lot of things, right? Um, but when it comes to money, they're usually talking about somebody else's money, mm. right? Um, but let's talk about how we have taken money and have projected it into various roles in our lives. Let's go through some of those. But this also has to do with, well, who's talking anyway? Is it our ego or, or is it our ego? Which one is it? Right. Well, you know, ego, ego is that part, right? That again, wants us to, wants us to make it from day to day. And so it's looking at this resource, but it's been really, it's been really like woven into that lizard brain. Right. Uh, and so it's not something, it, it's something that really splits us. We say, I want it, but I don't. I want it, but I don't want people to think that I want it, right? I don't want to, you know, I wouldn't ever dream of going to my neighbor and saying, hey, I just had this really amazing bonus that just fell into my lap, right? I don't, I don't want to, right, it's that boasting piece. Um, and yet, when we are in the throes of never enough, there are there are also a set of people who end up saying, well, if, there, if there's never enough, I better keep moving. I better keep gaining. I better keep grabbing. And I go and I go and it's never enough. So I'm going to grab more and more and more. And so that's when all those external, uh, all the external evidence of money starts to show up and we want to have the bigger house and the bigger car and the better job. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, when we think about those things, right, we don't think about them. Uh, let's just talk about the energy of this for, for a minute. Um, when we're talking about these things with the energy is there's never enough. There is a certain emotional reaction that's happening here that if we're not talking about money, we're not talking about the emotional reaction to it. Right. Right. But on the journey of this and having there never be enough, what is that doing to our emotional state? It, you know what? It's keeping us in lack, right? It's keeping us in a very fear-based place. It's it, the focus is always on the empty part of the pie dish, so to speak, right? So instead of being able to be in a state of appreciation for what's here and enjoying what's here, our eyes are always on the that that small wedge that hasn't been filled in yet. But the problem is, is that the more we look at it, and the more we stay in fear and in lack, instead of that pipes part getting smaller, it's going to expand, right, just from the very energetics of it. And the more we fear it, the more power we give it, the more we we end up pushing it away. And it's just, it's a dance that, it, you know, you're going to end up devastated and burnt out before you can really enjoy all the things that you've been working for. Yeah. And, you know, when we're talking about money, there are different roles in life that we have, right? So let, let's just, let's just chat about this for a minute. <clears throat> There's the role we have where you have this job and you go to work, right? And they give you a paycheck. So money. There's this other role we play where maybe you don't work. Maybe somebody else's money is what you rely on. There's that. Then there's the role where you say, I am an entrepreneur. I'm a business person, 
right? And the reason I, and there are more, there are more roles we can get into. But the reason I'm bringing this up is that it doesn't matter which one you're in, albeit some of them are going to have different effects than others. If you decide you're an entrepreneur and you do not have your money energy intact, what happens to us when that happens? <laughs> well, if you don't have your, if you walk into entrepreneurship <laughs> and you don't have your money story uh, worked out real well, it's not going to go very well, right? The, because we're very used to in this society, even though it, being here in in the in the states, right? We're very used to people pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and going out and, and being entrepreneurs. We really have a mindset that money comes from the paycheck. I, I do my forty hours and I get my paycheck. And if that's the if that's your understanding of money, when you go out into entrepreneur land, it gets really challenging very quickly. Because there's no, nobody's paying you a paycheck for a specific number of hours. It's your, it's what you're putting into it that's allowing you to receive back the money that is going to now fill up your bank account. Yeah. And isn't that a tricky idea that it takes a lot of us a lifetime to figure out, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that, you know, the, the, a really big switch that we need to start thinking about and bringing into our into our beings is we're not making money that's we're not it's you know <laughs> that, that that making isn't the right verb we're receiving it whether it comes from the job or the entrepreneurship or whether you have somebody who is caretaking you whatever we are here to we're here to receive it and once we know that once we can flip that switch now we're really in a better uh, more honest relationship with money. Yeah. And I want to say we are going through the money lies. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Going through the money lies. Money yeah. lie number one. There's yeah. never enough. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with money lie number two. And when we come back with that, it's all about something you're going to be amazed at that applies to every one of us. Money line number two. You're kind of going to be shocked about it. We touched upon it. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. We are taking your questions as well right here. You got a money story? You want to get some help with it? 1-800-930-2819. And we're right on Facebook too. You want to talk about money? Let's talk about money. You know, money is being talked about across the board right now. We're hearing about it every day if you're reading a news, a, a, some kind of news flash. But more importantly, when we come back, Jennifer, Jennifer is going to take us on this journey that seems to be the truth, and it isn't. Let's take a, let's take a short break. When we come back, more with Jennifer Bloom. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one -on -one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. 
Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Oh my gosh. Give me my, <laughs> give me my pink Floyd. <laughs> Come on, Benny. Bring that on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, hey folks, sometime if you have nothing better to do, read the lyrics of that song. Yeah, uh-huh. that'll, that'll fascinate you. Jennifer Bloom is in uh, Jennifer, before we look, I'm talking about the lies. I can't wait till we get to lie number two, mm-hmm. but during the break, you and I, they're going to have to pull that segment during the break. We're going to have to put that, mm. that, that break segment out. Um, but here's the thing. We're talking about the lies. We only have enough time to talk about a couple of them. People are going to want to get some help around this. What is the best way for folks to find out more about you? Absolutely. So the best way is to head to my website, which is jenniferbloom.com. And you can get started right away. I've got a free quiz right there on the homepage. And what this quiz does is it helps introduce you to the idea that money is a relationship and it's going to show you where you're out of alignment in a couple of different areas so uh that's one of one of the ways to really get a nice start on on getting into a new groove or with money i like the new groove with money (laughs) i I like the idea of a new groove uh, and and here's what I think that means. Let's just play. Let's just play yeah. this before we hit everybody up with the lie. So the new groove is not just if you're sitting there and you do not have money, but you may have all the money that you want in the world. You may be like, oh, I got money. I'm cool. I don't think about it. I got money. Underneath everything, we make decisions every day in our lives about things. So it's not just that thing where you're looking at your life and you're struggling because this topic affects people that have money and that don't have money. I mean, you can't get away from it. And I was talking with you during the break about a scenario that's a little mind boggling for me. If you have money, you're not doing good. If you don't have money, you're not doing good. And so my mama used to say, you can't win for losing. Um, Right. But the let me finish what mama used to say mama used to say you can't win for losing about the money but then she used to say but if you have it you can pretty much uh get yourself a seat at the casino um that's just mama Um, but let's talk about the next lie because we touched upon it a little bit and jennifer this is the work you do right Uh with helping people you know your website has got a quiz that people can take. They can find out more. But, you know, if you take the quiz and stuff comes up, there's not a place for people to go. But part of that is having a body of work that you do to help people, not just help people kind of get over the money thing, but to actually use money for their benefit, whatever that is in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and to really get into that new relationship with money. I love the word relationship in relationship to money because we tend to box it up. It goes into the bank account or it goes to the car or it goes to whatever our, our, our shelter needs are. And yet it's, we, we sort of push it away. And it's like money, ooh, bad, push it away. But what we really want to do is is create a new way of being with money so that whether whether we are playing um, with a, a small amount of money or a massive amount of money, we are in a place of joy. And we are in a place of really being able to work with this resource in a way that helps us feel whole and complete. Because we use money to knock ourselves down all the time. 
Yeah. All the time. And does it, that really talks uh, really to talking about this lie, lie number two, doing is the way money is created. Okay. <laughs> doing. Now we were talking about this uh, a little bit during the break, but you know, there are different versions that we learn about doing, you know, let's talk about money and the role of action. Let's talk about Two words, money, action, like in the same deal. Yeah. So, so these, those two words are really linked. Like those two concepts are woven together because, you know, if you were to complain to somebody who said and tell them, oh, I just don't have enough in the bank, they're going to say, what can you do? You know, let's, let's brainstorm. What can you, can you get a, a side hustle? Can you ask for money? Um, that it's really the first thing we think of when we want and need more of that resource. But here's the thing. Whether that money comes to you in the form of a paycheck or whether it comes because like, like for me, if I have a client who, who pays for my services or I, I give money to somebody who's on the street, that's the very last step in the creation process of money. And when we, when we jump right into action, we're doing it the hard way. <laughs> And, you know, right. And but we like hard. I mean, that's another one of those lies uh, that gets woven in here is that you have to have pain and suffering to um, to matter, to to be the right kind of person. And so the the, the lies are endless um, when it comes to to doing and suffering and pain. Yeah. You have to be bleeding sweat. Yes. So to speak. Right. Not that I have it. I mean, I come from a blue collar family you know, not very wealthy. My dad pretty much lost everything. All of us worked at a very young age. I mean, we were illegally picking cigarettes from a conveyor belt in Richmond, Virginia at a really young age. But, and then for me, I, I find myself homeless. So I learned how to get money by sitting at the port authority with a begging. Right. Yeah. Um, But there are things you learn from that. I learned at 17 how to ask for money, Mm. but not angrily and Mm -hmm. not out of desperation because nobody puts money in your baseball cap when you are angry or desperate. Interesting. Isn't that, I mean, I I discovered that. Yeah. You know, you could be, if you're sitting there, at least back in the day, if you're sitting there and you've got your baseball cap and you are crying hysterically, you will clear out the Port Authority. But if you look like you're happy, if you're having fun, if you comment on somebody's shoes as they're coming upon you, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, there's, it's energy. Talk about the energy around lie number two. Right. So... We have to go back to the idea of what money actually is, right? Wow. So money is energy, but not only is money energy, money is divine energy. And I think it's so important. It's another one of those taboo words, uh, you know, money, divine. We're just going to throw them all in one sentence here, right? <clears throat> but it's divine energy. And the reason why it's so important to remember about the divine aspect of it is to say, okay, so then what is divine energy? Divine energy is unlimited, Divine energy is love. Divine energy is whole and and inclusive. And it's just really waiting there for you to impress on it what it is that you want to receive. And so that's that's the very beginning of understanding our relationship with money is that we are in relationship with this with the with the divine and with with the energy of money as well. But you you that's the very core beginning of that dollar bill that comes into your baseball cap or into your paycheck and when you know how to work with that energy it becomes so much easier to get into a flow of money and that receiving right so when we focus on the doing aspect and there's nothing wrong with doing um we all do and we would it's sort of this myth that we want to sit around and not do anything but when our doing is informed by the, the, that initial being in relationship with the energy of money, 
wow, we have much more informed action, right? I, you know, at the end of last year, there, just being part of Transformation Talk Radio is actually an example of that. I got very clear about what I wanted and I wanted to begin to bring this message to a larger audience. And I, I made that decision and I had an email from Jessica within 24 hours. Now, I, I mean, how easy is that? Then it's, oh, yeah, fantastic. I could have beat the pavement looking for the best place to put my message out or I can get really clear and I can impress out into the universe what I want. And then that comes back to me with an answer and I'm doing right. I'm doing the podcast on a regular basis. I'm sitting here having a conversation with you, but it's so much easier than, than to um, try to fill all my days, um, you know, 10 or 11 hours days trying to get my message out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's how it started for me. And I think I shared this during the last show. I mean, I was at the lowest point in my life and I, I realized I wasn't alone with that. And I started this campaign to help people break through that thing that holds them back. But I was literally supposed to be looking good on the outside, have that high paying job, all of that. And I didn't want it. And I dialed the wrong phone, but I set into motion hey, I want to help people live life full out. I didn't say I want to help them do it by paying for airtime in radio. (laughs) Like who even knew that was a thing? Right. And I dial the wrong number into an internet station. And within 10 minutes, a credit card gets pulled out. And I start my first hour. And then two months later, the network that we're on now out of Seattle five days a week just happens to come open. Do you know how unheard of that yeah, yeah. is? Just five days yeah. a week in the same time spot. Mm. But what can we say to folks? And this really leads to what we're going to talk about when we come back. What can we say to folks about the energy of what you and I are talking about? So one, we create an opening And two, when it's open, we actually see it and can say yes. We're going to talk about that when we come back. But lie number three, my personal opinion is that lie number three is the biggest of all. The most gigantic lie about money. This is it. This is the thing that causes more divorces, more fighting conversations and holidays, more things that we do to really improve the way we look, the way we feel. This one coming up. Uh, why? Because Jennifer Bloom knows a ton about this, works with people all over the world. Go take her money relationship quiz, if you would, at our website, jenniferbloom.com. And Bloom is with an E at the end. Uh, when we come back, get ready for this next lie and just take a measurement. Is this one that you tell yourself? Yeah, I can't wait. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart. Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tired of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days naturally under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center 425-451-0404. 
or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. Dream on, fly high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Are you ready to transform your life and embrace magical experiences? Talking to Tannis with your host, Tannis McRae, is here to help you find your joy in life. Tune in live every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let's awaken your experience and create the change necessary to take back your right to choose who you are. For more about Tannis, visit TalkingToTannis.com. Some people dream of freedom before they know it even once. What happens when we find ourselves in unimaginable freedom? Retired, children are grown, we've moved on from caregiving, and don't know what to do with all that time you never had before. Well, it's your life. It's up to you now. On the hit new show, Fresh Courage, it's your time to shine with host Sharon Rolfe on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, I tried caviar. Hey, I'm just saying, I tried caviar. Uh-huh. And? Acquired taste. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, yeah, you, they're giving you that caviar, and they're talking about the red caviar versus the other caviar, and I am totally in a gag reflux, and that does not look good at an executive Trying to party. wiggle your way out of that one, are you? <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. That was one of those moments where my boss thought, get her out of the room. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Jennifer, look, before we talk about this next lie, this is a big one. This is like gigantic. If 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 y'all don't know anything about anything we've talked about so far, this is the one. But before we do that, let folks know how they can work with you. Also let them know social media page uh, and also about the quiz. Beautiful. Yep. So you can find me at jenniferbloom.com. And as you said, it's Bloom with an E. Uh, I, you can find me on Facebook as Soul Abundance uh, there or on at Instagram. And then finally, if you're really ready to kind of get your teeth into it, um, please take the relationship quiz. It's on my homepage and it's going to give you some information about the three different aspects that go into your money relationship, tell you which one you need a little bit of help with. And then there's exercises right within that quiz to get you going and bring that relationship back into balance all right this is it tell everybody lie number three so lie number three drum roll benny that's right (laughs) is that money measures and determines your worth yeah is that a lie that my (laughs) friend is a lie (laughs) if you look at our culture, you would say that I'm inaccurate in reporting that as a lie. Oh, no, no, no. But no. Uh, it is, it's a lie. And I, it, it, it really is a, it's a hard one to move through because so many of us believe it that can be a little bit hard to, to break out of that mold. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we, we got a question from Facebook that I want to oh, take yeah. out here from Charlene because I waited, Charlene, direct for this particular lie because Charlene is asking the question, what does it feel like? Uh, I, I think you mean, uh, what does it feel like to be tapped into the energy of money? This Ooh. is perfect for what we're going to talk about for, for four reasons. One, there's an energy of money about everything we've talked about, whether you have it or not. 
But this particular deal about money and the worth, that deal, money and worth, this is a gigantic energy. Yeah. So what it feels like to be tapped into the energy of money is imagine, if, if you will, just close your eyes for a second and imagine something that you have unconditional love for. And just let that feeling float through your body. And that is what it feels like to be connected to the energy of money. Because you're being, you're connecting to its roots. You're connecting to its resource, it being a resource of source, a resource of the divine. And the divine is love. It's unlimited, unconditional love. And that's so far from what we typically feel when we are looking at our bills or thinking about money in general. Um, and it's also opposite. I mean, it's, it's the feeling I think that a lot of us chase. And for some reason, over the course of the last several thousand years, we've decided that money and what it buys is what we're chasing. Right. We because we think that that's going to fill us up inside and yeah. it, it just it can't it, yeah. it, it, it can't because we're chasing the wrong. Well, it's fun to have all of the stuff. I like stuff. I like what money can buy me, but it is never going to fill me up on the inside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. We try to explain our way out of this. And let me give you an opposite example thingy here. And here, here's one. I, Benny knows this, Harley Davidson's. I'm a Harley Davidson girl. Just saying, I'm a Harley girl. Uh, and so along the way, and I've had one Harley I had was chopped out crazy, right? And so what I recall about this part of my life or stage of my life is that I would always get tapped about, did you really have to get the most expensive da 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 motorcycle on the planet? And I never thought about the money. What they didn't know was I never bought a new Harley. I would buy a junker, but my dad was a mechanic. He used to build motorcycles in our living room. So what they never knew about this was but I felt so ashamed of this. And we have to talk about this part mm. because this is sort of the opposite of trying to establish ourselves through money. It's, it's sort of, it's related, Jennifer, but it's when people look at somebody else and say, dude, you've got all this money and you are a bad person because of it. Without explaining or talking about how you got that that person is bad we're just creating another stereotype as if anybody that has money is bad and doesn't do anything but even if you show up with something that looks like you have money we end up defending ourselves around it and boy shame around it Wow. Let's talk about shame and this lie. Yeah. You know, I think this is one of those places where religion hasn't really done us any favors because there are so many rules about the right way to be. It's better to serve than to receive. It's better to take your money and spend it on, you know, and give it away than it is to receive. Or if you, you have to have all these right actions in order to be the right kind of person, the good person. Um, and it gets really confusing <laughs> when we're looking at this resource. You have somebody saying, hey, you can have whatever you want. And yet we carry this almost in, inbred, ingrained feeling that money is bad and money is shameful um it just it again yeah it's it's a very confusing two sides of the coin here yeah. right yeah but neither side 
neither side is the way to go because whether you're over here or over here we're still talking about the same lie it's ex it's exactly the same lie that's yeah. exactly right and we're still using money right it, we're still using money whether we're saying you're bad or you're good or you're bad i'm good we're still using it as a way to measure somebody's worth which is you know it's it's ridiculous um but but it's, so but, true. but it's prevalent day. everywhere yeah everywhere i mean you know this is a we you and i were talking about this during the break and i think we're we get really confused uh, sometimes, right? Here we live in a, in a country. This is our country, right? United States of America. But we're not the only country where what we say is live the American dream. Go out there. Your money-making ability is unlimited. Of course, we know that's not true for everybody, you know, but this is what we say. And then when you get money and you become a billionaire, now all of a sudden there's something wrong with you. And even if your money is used for good things, and I think we're confusing the issues of money. And part of this is, are we confusing the issues around money because of, yeah, we think that you're trying to buy your self-worth. And mm -hmm. I think this is the key to some of the issues we have on a, on a conversational level, right? Because if you're somebody that has money, you're probably equally unlikely to get asked to the party that somebody that doesn't have money. <laughs> That's right. Clarify That's... the confusion on this because, <laughs> you know, we're creating these baseline markers for this. Right. Well, you know, and I think what it comes down to is that we've been taught that money is this limited resource. And I better, you got to get yours or I got to get mine before you get yours or I'm not going to have any left over. Right. So we, we, we tell people, build yourself up, work really hard, get the money. But then we say, oh, wait a minute, you have too much. <laughs> right. You, you've taken too much of the pie. You've taken too much of this resource. You're being greedy. And the thing is, is we just, we don't remember that we have the exact same capability of creating the resource. Money's unlimited. It's an unlimited resource. It is of the divine. It is source energy. It creates and creates and creates and creates. And so the way to get ourselves out of that, that two-sided coin is to come back to ourselves, come back to our understanding of who we really are at a soul level and, and reclaim our connection to divine resources. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and skip the break, Benny and, um, um, Zach, because I want to roll right into what you're saying. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, Jennifer Bloom is in the house. This is what she does. She helps us all understand the multidimensional ways that not only do we talk to ourselves about money, but we lie to ourselves about money. And how do we get clear on this? How do we maybe clear out the energy of our past or past lives even right. and create exactly what we want? But this is what we're talking about next. How do you switch off the ego? How do you turn these lies off? Because let's get to that soul truth because there is a soul truth. And it's fascinating to me, you know, from a spiritual perspective, right? Why would we be given money if it wasn't, meant for our use you understand where i'm going yeah of course you know and, and, and money truly was meant to be this this uh resource that allowed us to play together as souls and i use the word play very specifically it the energy of money is actually very light and it's you know if if i'm a um if if i'm the, the local village hat maker and i need a new roof but the roofer has as many hats as he needs how am i going to get my roof money right it's, it's really it's just meant to to exchange so that we can we can play together um and boy have we forgotten that <laughs> uh and so the the way to shift out of the ego view which is get more, stay safe, stay alive, is to remember who you really are, to remember that you are a soul on the planet and that you have this ability to connect into 
your own divinity, your own, your own unique strand of the divinity. And the more you can know about yourself at a soul level, the easier it is to come into this relationship with money. Where, and, and now you're in a new way of creating the resource that you need in your day-to-day -day life. There's a switch. There's a switch. And the switch is um, how do we go from 24-7? I mean, we're being bombarded with this. Uh -huh. How do we switch it off and turn on the truth? Such a big question. And the, the way that I like to start and I start working with, with my clients around is to begin to get comfortable in the being state rather than the doing state. And what I mean by that is by being able to start to get comfortable doing something really simple that's going to connect you with divine energy. It can be as simple as standing at your window and watching the birds and the trees or the grains of sand, whatever it is you've got outside of your window, and noticing how you feel as you're standing there, noticing that connection that you have, right? That's something that was bigger than all of us that, that created what's around us. And it is, it's, it's a switch and it also takes some practice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, because um, it's, we've been bombarded with this message over and over and over again. But it's really pretty, once you start stepping into that being position a little bit more on a little bit more regular basis, you're going to start to see different things happening in your in, in your day-to-day -day experience. Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit, what we mean by things to think, different things happening. I think you gave an example before with Jessica, right? Um, but there are many, many examples and they, they range from even the most, what you might think is the most insignificant of a thing, right? I, I had a client and uh, she was, she was in, in Europe and it was winter time and she was fighting me hard on these rules. I mean, she was talking to me because she knew it was truth, but she's like, Jennifer, just, you know, I don't, I don't get this. I said, okay, so what is it that you want to create? And she decided she wanted to create flowers. That was what she wanted. Middle of winter. She's like, I, I want flowers. So she couldn't, the, the, the next time we'd had a conversation, Jeffrey, you're not going to believe this, said, I went to the park and there's snow all around. I got out of the car. And what's the first thing I see on the ground? A carnation. Huh. Somebody had, had been out there for a photo shoot and had dropped a flower. She said, then I went to work the next day and on my desk was a vase full of flowers. My secretary wow. told me, I just thought you needed some brightening up. Never happened before. Right? So it's amazing what what can the evidence that can start to pile up if you let it be really easy right i've had people who i had a client who lived in connecticut and had to get into new york city all the time oh. and and she's like i want a parking place wherever i go <laughs> that doesn't happen but it did but it did to her right so we can sort of start to play some of these little games with the universe and as long as you go into it without an attachment meaning like um, this isn't going to ever going to happen or I don't need right as long as you go into it sort of open and curious the universe can show you some pretty amazing things very quickly right and, and I think that this is really something that I love what you said this is something to practice and play with because whether we realize it or not we're already doing it mm -hmm. we're just not doing it to our advantage or we're not doing it to direct you know, the energy where we want it to go. That's right. We're using these concepts all the time. Um, it's not just something that you can pull in when you want it. We're always, always doing it. You know, even as, you know, I, for some reason, you know, I, I was sick last week, so I got pretty grumpy and I, I ended up, um, ended up getting something spilled on me. I'm like, nope that's the way it goes, right? This is how I've been. Of course, I'm sitting next to the place where you're going to get water dumped on you, right? It just, it just it happens. It's, it's no big deal. But we're using it. And all it is, is that we need to know how to direct it. And I think that the more that so as we can get more comfortable playing with the universe a little bit, uh, that's going to help. And I think also knowing who we are at a soul level, yeah. is so important you know i'm not just somebody who's good at science i'm not just somebody um who loves my my kids and loves being a mom or right those kinds of things with brown eyes i have i i have these qualities at, at a soul level 
And the more we know about that, the more we get clarity about what we really, really want. Right. I, I grew up, I mean, from the time I was five, I mean, I was very fortunate. I, I always knew I was going to college, but that was just sort of expected in my family, college, grad school, all of that science was very, you know, I, those are all things that I knew, yeah. but I wanted to go down this other path. Turns out I have this, right. The paradigm I love is soul language and mm-hmm. my mission, my mission language in soul language is pioneer. So I am somebody who's always going to want to do something new. I'm always going to be looking for that new pathway. And once I gave myself permission to do that, it really opened my life in a brand new way. Um, So, I mean, there was nothing wrong with going to college and doing that whole thing. But starting my own business is where my my heart was. Um, And so that was a very important aspect to allow myself to create money that way. Right? Well, you know, we had a conversation yesterday. Uh, Jessica and I had a conversation yesterday. And um, I come from a place of we need to be creating something that doesn't exist. And, and we were having this conversation, really a little debate about it. And, and I realized that I had to explain myself. And here's what I said. I said, look, we're sitting now with a technology platform and infrastructure that is different, that broadcasting folks don't have something like this, but I didn't decide or have the vision to create it because I'm a broadcasting person. And, and what I said was very interesting as I said it, because I literally want to create something to do more of what we're doing to connect more people than exists in the world. There's not even an idea about how to do it. And I said, you know, when I started this in 10 years ago, I didn't know that what I wanted didn't exist, but I hired Oliver who built it. Mm. And, and what would have happened if somebody would have said to me and Oliver didn't show up in the weirdest kind of way, but what if somebody would have said, you can't build it, Pat, it doesn't exist. And I think we have to be willing to really not get hung up on whether or not that place we want to go exists or if we're ever going to have the money to get there because the money thing is a showstopper. Yes, absolutely 1000%. If you if you say it's to, it's going to hang my hat on the money first, you're never going to get there. Oh boy. Right? I mean, the universe is going to respond to what you are asking for. Right? If as long as you get in that place and you allow yourself to dream it out, and the, the resources will come to match. But as soon as you say, no, money first, it cuts off all creativity. Yeah, that's we need to talk about lie number four, five, and six. Jennifer <laughs> Bloom, everybody. Jennifer, thank you for today. Please give your website again uh, and a personal message if you don't mind. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. I so appreciate being here. I think it's just this time on the planet. It's so important for us to be able to know that we are our own sovereign when it comes to money. And there's so many amazing things we can do that. So uh, for those who would like to connect with me, I am at jenniferbloom.com. I love it. And that's Bloom with an E on the end, everybody. Mm-hmm. Just want you to get that. I'm Dr. Yeah. Pat. And if you want to find out more about me, go to the drpatshow.com. Or you can come up and play some ping pong with me later today. (laughs) Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Olivia. And thank mostly to all of you. Love you guys. See you next time. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.